Hi, this is Antonio with PeoplePowerFarm.com. It's all about those fungus gnats. Oh boy, and those houseplants. <laughs> Do you see them coming? Do you know what they look like? Do you have a clue what they can do? Well, if you have an office and you have plants in there and they're real, look around. Have you seen a small dark colored insect swarming around? Your plants could have fungus gnats. You know, fungus gnats are tiny flies that as adults resemble mosquitoes. Fungus gnats don't bite people, but their presence is so annoying. I hate those little guys. They're so busy around my plant. Well, they leave, as you know, those eggs. Larval stage lives in wet, overly moist potting mix. So that's right. They leave you a problem. Well, they will feed on decaying matter. And that's what they like to do. Well, let's manage these guys. Huh? Would you like to do that? Like to get rid of these fungus nets? These little flies. They look like flies, but they don't. Don't mistake them. They will trick you. Look closely and get yourself a yellow, yellow sticky trap. They work. Well, let's go ahead and manage this little guy. First, first step to managing fungus gnats is allowing the soil in your house plants to dry out between watering. So don't overwater these plants. Be careful, because once you overwater them, as you know, your enemy is showing up. So I want to make sure that we understand this insect, this pest that lives around us. We don't want that around us. Not at all. I don't. Well, let's figure out the life cycle. They have four stages, the egg, the lava, and there's four level stages, the pupa, and the adult. The tiny eggs of pupa occur in a damp organic media, where the females lay eggs and the lava feed. The tiny eggs of pupa are really bad. At 75 degrees Fahrenheit, the eggs hatch in about three days. The larva 
takes about approximately about 10 days to develop into a pupa. And about four days later, the adults emerge. A generation of fungus gnats, from female to female, can be produced in 17 days, depending upon the temperature. We will continue this podcast about fungus gnats. Hi, San Antonio with PeoplePowerFarm.com. Continuation of the fungus net. Well, back to life cycle. The fungus nets have many overlapping generations each year. Pay attention to that, especially outdoors. They're most common during the winter, in the spring, the interior areas of California. That's right, the interior areas of California. During the winter and spring. When winter, sorry, when water is more available, and cooler temperatures prevail. They can occur during any time of the year. In most coastal regions, like I said, and indoors, like I've told you. Be careful with them, they're dangerous. They can mess up something really pretty. All right, let's go into some management. Most of the fungus gnats, life is spent in lava and pupa in the organic matter, <clears throat> excuse me, or soil. You know, some of the most effective control methods, there's different stages of this. These immature stages, rather than attempting to directly control the mobile or short-lived adults, which they're hard to really maintain, let me tell you. I am not kidding you. Physically and culturally management tactics, primarily, Primarily, the reduction of excess moisture and organic debris are the key to reducing fungus net problems. So, like I said, we have to clean the area. We have to get rid of a lot of moisture. We need to have ventilation. We have to do this because we have to control it. It's really, it's really important because if you're producing a crop, you have less of a crop. And if you have a small little garden, you'll have less food, as you know, okay? Just wanna keep that in mind while we do this. This is why we have pest management. Okay, so back to the story here. So the insects are considered an important control option in some commercial plant production like we just went over, but generally aren't recommended for fungus gnat management in the, around, around the homes. The reason why, I hope you understand me here. It's a little late this evening, but I'm not feeling too well. I have to deliver, huh? So that's the deal. So it's really, really uh, important just to monitor it. Let's go ahead and monitor it. Let's get into monitoring. Monitoring, monitoring, sorry. You need to do a visual inspection of the adults. Determine whether the problem is existing. You know, you can see these adults. They're resting on the, on the plants. They're resting on the soil. They fly. They rest on the windows, on the walls. You might even see them in, in flight, actually. And I, I have seen them in flight. 
besides looking for the adults, I would say, you know, check plants, uh, check your plant pots for excessive moisture. Just like we just said, the conditions, you know, can, can change. It depends on the weather. And don't forget that lava feed, you know, they like having that. That's what they have. That's what's in that soil. And don't forget yellow, yellow sticky traps. Wow, what an evening. Excuse me. You need to use those. They work. They got an old method here. I tried it. It works, but you got to stay on top of it. Chunks of raw potato placed in pots with the cut sides down, not the peels. Sometimes the peels are used to monitor for lava. So you can use the peels to monitor for the lava. L-A-R-V-A-E. Okay. Hope that helped you out. If you want to continue with this, you can look it up. Always think about the water and soil management. It's so important. It's so important. Water and soil management. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. You have a great evening.